We all know procrastination can be an issue for many when it comes to personal or business goals. But while digging a little bit deeper about why people procrastinate, I found a few reasons, many of which overlap, including fear of the unknown, lack of motivation, time management issues, the I'll do it later, busyness, not knowing where to start, weak decision-making skills. But the most prominent one that I found was perfectionistic procrastination, which really encompasses the whole list too. This one caught my attention, especially with correlation to Brene Brown and her life research of shame and vulnerability and how often that shows up in perfectionistic procrastination. I was immediately hooked. I started watching people through a new lens and myself as well. I started paying attention to what actions am I taking and am I taking action through fear and perfectionistic lens or abundance and growth mindset. I take a lot of time in self-reflection, so it was a new way to see how I live in my decisions and my actions, and I wanted to share all of this with you today to encourage you to move towards growth and high achiever mindset, but not perfectionistic. You're listening to The Shine Podcast. Whether it's business or personal growth, we believe in shining bright, encouraging women through conversations, tips, tricks, and resources along the way. Keep shining with host Shauna Starr, business owner, photographer, pink hair enthusiast. When she's not working, you can find her at the gym, the beach, or with her little dog, Murphy. Hope you're ready to smile, sparkle, and shine. I myself haven't been what you would call a perfectionist. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's either you are or are not a perfectionist. There's actually a spectrum to it. So I definitely have it when it comes to control over my business, me, and and my own time. But really, with my work in progress, no. But that's probably because one of my weaknesses is very little patience, which is a whole new topic. But let's just say... As I started this podcast, I had to continually allow myself grace and patience through learning a whole new platform. But like I said, this isn't an all or nothing kind of situation. Many people have some perfectionistic tendencies, so I hope to shed some light on it and also give you some new ways to look at progress over perfection. My habits tend to be I'll push and push in my own work until I'm happy enough, and then I hit publish. And when I first started my business and my website, I actually thought maybe this was the wrong approach because I started watching my friends taking months and months on their websites and not publishing content, even though theirs were just as good, if not better than mine, and they wouldn't share it with the world. The more I read and study and implement, the more I see it's actually something most people struggle with doing because people glorify perfectionism. And in doing so, it actually paralyzes their action when the work that they've created should and need to be shared and could add so much value to the community. I should also tell you that when I get working, I get stuck in work mode for hours. And only when Murphy comes up and lets me know it's time for a break is when I can stop. So I promise I have plenty of things to work on, but today's is one I'm coming from the outside looking in. When I started researching this topic for more information, mostly to make sure that it wasn't something I just made up or thought people did, I came across a lot of info about overcoming perfectionistic procrastination. 
I actually went down a huge rabbit hole of information about this topic, and I couldn't stop finding some great info to share with you. It made me want to share as much as I could. And this is kind of a tough topic. Not only am I not a perfectionist in most cases, I realize that many will see perfectionism as the goal to strive for, and it's something often ingrained in us from a young age that it's the ultimate mindset. It's also, like I said, not an all or nothing type, and people that are perfectionists tend to cling on to those habits, so it's hard to let go of years of practice. Although I do want to encourage you that just like any mindset, it is possible to move towards high achiever and growth mindset and not perfectionistic. We all know how procrastination all by itself can really hurt a business or a plan, but seeing and reading about how being a perfectionist is a type of procrastination, yes, I couldn't agree more. I know plenty of men and women who say they haven't finished or even started a project because it's not perfect. And really, that just tells me they're procrastinating. Because if you have an idea and a strategy, it is time to hit it with your head down working hard until it's good enough, not perfect. Because along the way, you're going to add and change and grow so much more than the first time you could hit publish after you're waiting for it to be, quote, perfect. I also tend to see a lot of people building busy work for themselves rather than focusing on what moves the money needle. Time and again, this is still a struggle for me too, we get caught up in the daily tasks that seem important, but nothing that's moving that needle. So now I ask myself throughout the day, what needs to get done behind the scenes? What can I do to move the needle today? And honestly, it helps me gain focus on what's going to bring in money or get progress. Not just the small social media posting or or the things most people won't even notice. What's going to bring the money in? Or if you're on the project side, what's going to actually help me see progress? This is why I've already pushed the busyness versus business in episode three and networking, building relationships for business episode four, because those are the things that are ultimately going to move that needle for progress. So when someone tells me, and sometimes I probably get a little bit blunt and opinionated, that they're a perfectionist, my immediate reaction is to just blurt out, that isn't necessarily a good thing. I promise I do follow up with some encouraging words as well, but just like being busy isn't a badge of honor, which I again reference in episode three, being a perfectionist isn't necessarily a badge of honor either. I think we tend to glorify perfectionism because at some point in our lives, usually school age, it served us well. The perfectionist got high praise from teachers, mentors, and any adults around. Even in my experience, I could still name the ones that the teachers named perfectionist and would sing their praises during class. And I'll tell you, I never was one of those. But at the time of hearing those, I felt pretty crummy that I wasn't a perfectionist. Now looking back, I'm very thankful that I'm not one because instead, I can honestly say I'm a high achiever, but I still push out my work, even if it's not perfect. 
So if you've been working on or have a dream goal, passion, or even a project, it can sometimes feel overwhelming to say the least to hit publish in fear that it won't do well. Maybe someone else is doing it and maybe they're doing it better. You might get judgment from others. And really the important step is getting whatever you're doing out in the world to get some progress, perfect or not. And in reality, probably not. But what a huge forward moving step to publish that work. I could spend hours and hours on one photo alone trying to make it perfect. Or I could just look for the moments and memories and laughs and smiles and know that's what's important. I can share those with people and allow them to see the beautiful memories and moments. I could also sit here and edit this podcast episode and never hit publish, worrying that there's something better out there, there's better sound, the content has been done, or it might not be good enough. And the same thing with my website. I could hold off on publishing content in new formats and fear it's not perfect. And it never will be. But I can publish it and make it better as I see the mistakes and hurdles. And still without being perfect, it has value. In fact, each time I hit publish on any of those things, I get better. I learn and I grow and I see what works. I can still see beauty in it and see people having a positive reaction and it still holds value. It gives encouragement and every time I think of tucking it away and not sharing or showing it, I know those thoughts and goals come to me with a purpose. And when you follow through and not just talk about those projects or passions and not just keep it to yourself, you slowly start to gain courage. And courage is only gained When you take action, you don't get the courage first. It comes after the action and the littlest action inspires more courage. So I actually heard once, and I'm still not even sure it's true, but it is interesting that if you have an idea that you're excited about and you don't follow through, that idea will soon leave you and be placed in someone else's hands who are more willing, even if they're not as capable as doing a good a job as you. Have you ever had that happen? You have this idea or goal and then months or maybe even years after not taking action, you see that exact idea being pushed into the world by someone else. Even that tiny thought, true or not, makes me want to publish my work. Perfect or not, it can still add value even if it's to one person. Let's talk a little bit more about perfectionism and what it looks like. It actually stems from a fear of failure. Whew. I hope I didn't strike a chord too much with that one, but it's because those people are afraid it will never be good enough. Now, I'm not here to discourage you with these words, and for most perfectionists, like I stated, seem to serve you well at some point in your life, but it does a few things as well. You may have gotten a good grade by procrastinating and then quickly studying or doing the homework or assignment, and in doing so, people say, well, they work better under pressure. But the reason is they actually can't manage time, mind, and feelings. And so it feels too vulnerable to give that 100% effort ahead of time. And that just builds in a nice excuse. Because if you do well, you can say, well, see, I did good even without full effort. And if it didn't do well, then you have the excuse, well, I didn't really put in my effort. And with that, you can hold on to the ideal of potential. Perfectionism is usually a response to not wanting to have vulnerability and shame 
because if you can do it perfectly, no one will judge you. The great Brene Brown, and yes, I say great, says perfectionism is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels this primary thought. Perfectionist belief that if we live perfect, look perfect, and act perfect, we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment, and shame. It's a shield. It's a 20-ton shield that we lug around thinking it will protect us when in fact, it's the thing that really preventing us from flight. Now, if you don't know about her already, she's actually a shame and vulnerability researcher. And because shame is linked to perfectionism, she tends to talk about it a lot. So I will be quoting more from her and what she has to say because truly her words are golden about it. So perfectionism is a protection mechanism, trying to keep us safe from experiencing shame, but it also means perfectionists take things very, very personally because their value and worth is directly linked with achievements in their mind. And although they understand failure is a part of success success as a quote, they are going to avoid it at all costs, which is why they tend to delay work and it paralyzes them with the very idea that they want to share with the world. A lot of people tend to just spurt out, but I'm a perfectionist in order to get some sort of secret praise for being one. But instead of a strength, it's actually an unhealthy habit that leaves them feeling defeated and disappointed because the state of mind is that the finished product is a direct correlation with value of themselves. And many ideas paralyze and stop the perfectionist altogether from even starting the project. It becomes too overwhelming of a task and instead they tend to do nothing at all. This can go for even cleaning projects, do-it-yourself, business, and so much more. They also tend to not only be highly critical of themselves, but of others, and it makes it difficult to work with them in the long run, often thinking they're already not good enough. So any evidence that would be proving this would be too painful. So they block it off by just trying to seem as perfect as possible. Because perfectionism is a mindset, it can be changed. I too want to make sure to say that nothing is wrong with you if you're a perfectionist. Just like any other habit, it can be improved with work and time. It's also, like I said before, not an all or nothing. There's a spectrum of perfectionism. And you can move towards the growth and high achiever mindset. I want you to accomplish those goals and I f- and feel like it's clear path that isn't overwhelming. Because let's think about this. If you know something is right and true, but you don't implement it, do you actually even know it? Let's take just a quick break to talk about something that I absolutely love and use almost every single day, and that is an online storage system for my photos and documents. I use SmugMug. And although they have a system big enough for my photography business, they also have different price point structures depending on what you need. And what's even better, I have a code for you to get 20% off your first year. The code is going to be attached on this show note at www.davistaphotography.com slash blog slash progress, not perfection. SmugMug not only offers storage, but also great customer service and the ability for my clients to print right from the site that comes from my professional lab of choice and right to their door. Who doesn't love shopping from home? 
not to mention they're beautifully displayed with a chance to make them private with passport-protected galleries, which means you can share your photos with just the family members you want to. Smugbug, you can share it on computers, tablets, phones, and even your television. It has seamless integrations with Facebook, Twitter, and more. They also can store your high-resolution videos with a great new feature of on-the-go app. You can choose professional labs to print and send from. I can't say enough wonderful things about SmugMug and the way it makes it so easy to back up my files online. So again, if you want 20% off your first year, go to www.davistaphotography.com slash blog slash progress, not perfection to get the code. Now that we've talked a little bit about what perfectionism is, let's talk about what are the differences between perfectionism and high achiever or growth mindset. So number one, perfectionists wait until the last minute in true procrastination because it's too vulnerable to give 100%. And this may look like they're saying they're busy or they had too much to do, but it's just another way to not be vulnerable. Whereas growth or high achiever mindset does something at the first opportunity because failure doesn't reflect their value and character. So they'll start by putting their whole heart into it. And if the pieces fall to the wayside, it's okay. There's still things to be proud of. Number two, perfectionists tend to be people pleasers because they fear rejection or criticism. Whereas high achievers value and trust their own opinion, even through negative feedback. You can still care about people's opinions, but start with honoring your own opinion of yourself first. The opinion that matters are the people in the arena fighting alongside of you and ultimately your own. And Brene Brown said, if you're not in the arena also getting your butt kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. Number three, perfectionists tend to have all or nothing mindset. It's inconsistent results and they tend to burn out. It's perfect or nothing. Whereas high achievers work towards a goal and praise their own effort, not just the outcome. Number four, they set unbelievably high standards that leave them feeling paralyzed. So they tend to do nothing. Or as I'm sure you guessed, wait until the last second. Whereas a high achiever has very high standards too, but moves daily towards them. Because they take action, they aren't scared of failing. Failing. Perfectionists say they know that failing is a part of the process, but they don't live it. And perfectionism is denying the very connection that they want to obtain. Number five, perfectionists are scared of judgment because they judge themselves. High achievers care what people think, but judgment doesn't stop them from taking actions, and they're willing to be misunderstood. And in doing so, perfectionism kills passion and steals joy. And number six, perfectionism is about earning approval. They want a smooth journey along the way, whereas growth mindset is about self-improvement. It makes mistakes, and they're okay with challenges and obstacles. I actually just read recently, if you're scared of others' opinions of you, that's what you think of yourself. Vulnerability has been a word in my life that I feel that I've worked on consistently in both my relationships and with myself. And yes, again, it can be scary because vulnerability is daring to show the real you, the imperfect, the heartaches, the failures, and the pieces you tend to want to hide. But those are the very things that connect you with people and they gain courage. And to overcome perfectionism, you need, you need to dare greatly and let the real you be seen. 
It's risk and emotional exposure so many try to hide, and they only want to show the seemingly perfect parts. But quoting Brene Brown again, the birthplace of joy, belonging, creativity, authenticity, and love is vulnerability. And along with all of these uncertainties, think of any time someone was brave. There was never bravery without vulnerability. So here's now a few things to keep you on the right track for your goals, big or small. Number one, be honest about your priorities and commit to goals, not letting fear define you. Make clear tasks that move the needle of progress. Number two, cut the busy work, the distraction work that shows the world you're busy, but it's not actually moving your progress. Number three, don't over plan, learn to delegate and let go and just start. Do the first few things that need to be done. Four, decide and publish. Once it's deemed good enough, hit that publish button. Number five, accept mistakes. Mistakes are a part of the whole experience. You can improve and learn and adjust along the way. And when you do, you'll become so much more wise in that time than any time trying to spend making it perfect. Number six, be more open-minded, not all or nothing mindset, and let your ideas be guides, not just absolutes. And number seven, excellence and growth, not perfection. Celebrate the little victories and progress being made. Here comes another list for you. These are eight reasons why done is better than perfect. Number one, it still holds value, and now it's pushed into the world, meaning your goals can grow and shift. Number two, done gets results. Number three, you can fix it later. Number four, it proves you're confident. As much as you can say you're confident in your product or idea for the world, this proves it. Number five, you're not weighted down by envy of others because you have a healthy view of what excellence versus perfectionism is, and you don't necessarily even want what others have because your eyes are on the prize. Number six, you value constructive criticism. You're able to stand hearing the negative comments. Although I admit sometimes they definitely sting in the first few seconds, they're not going to stop you from growth. Number seven, you enjoy the journey. You're not just concerned with every person's thought and the outcome. You do the work you feel you're passionate about and you love learning along the way. And number eight, imperfection is a form of freedom. It sets you free from worrying about every person's opinion. And instead, you know, you have value regardless of being positive for every single person. Quoting Brene Brown, she said, healthy striving is self-focused. How can I improve? Whereas perfectionism is other-focused, what will they think? Just one more list for you, I promise. And this one is actually affirmations and quotes to remind yourself to take action. So number one, done is better than perfect. Two, I'll hold myself to standard of grace, not perfection. Three, be consistently good, not occasionally perfect. Four, nothing works unless you do. Five, Stop thinking about what could go wrong and instead get excited about what could go right. Six, allow to feel fear, but do it anyway. Seven, what you do today can improve 
tomorrow. Eight, there's no such thing as perfection, only improvement. Nine, I'm not afraid to make mistakes. I embrace mistakes as learning opportunities. 10. Continuous improvement is better than delayed perfection. And that's from Mark Twain. Number 11. I'm a recovering perfectionist and an aspiring good enoughist. Brene Brown. Number 12. I'm imperfect and wired for struggle, but I'm worthy of love and belonging. Brene Brown. Number 13. I will not teach or love or show you anything perfectly, but I'll let you see me. Also, Brene Brown. Number 14, to overcome perfectionism, you need to dare greatly to be vulnerable and to be seen. The true self. Vulnerability is a risk and emotional exposure, and that's what we need. Number 15, you're allowed to feel restless about it and keep moving on. I had a few women I interviewed and chatted with, and what I'm learning more is just showing up is what makes the difference. It's truly the vulnerability and sharing pieces of your heart. We all make mistakes and that's really what connects hearts, even if during it, it feels like that's what's the hardest to share. My favorite conversations are the ones about real life, the vulnerability in it, and the joy and the passions that seem to spring from it. As I was researching this topic, I really wanted to encourage you to move towards the growth mindset. And something that came to mind were conversations that so many people have, and that's talking about regrets in life. One of the biggest regrets for people is wishing they wouldn't have cared what people thought and moving towards their goals while embracing mistakes and failures. We all hear that. Life is short. And I know personally, I would love to be that crazy old woman, probably still with pink hair and a little too much on the outfits who looks back and did what my heart was on fire for, regardless of the fear during. I can spout off quotes and research findings and even women who have literally spent years in the thick of this information and sharing it. And as I write this, I just want to also speak to myself and say if it helps one person unveil their mindset about perfectionism, then it's worth it. Just like your goal and dream or project or business plan too. Perfectionistic procrastination is based in fear. So you can meditate and journal and just let go and do the thing that's been placed on your heart. Life's way too short to not hit publish. It's not enough to just know the truth. It's implementing it, making small adjustments and improvements towards vulnerability, courage, and progress. Because I quoted so many things from Brene Brown today and some other fabulous women, I'm going to be adding that in the show notes today. You can find it at davistaphotography.com slash blog slash progress, not perfection. Thank you so much for listening to The Shine Podcast. If you loved today's episode, share it with a friend. For show notes or any notes from past episodes, head to Davista Photography, that's D-A-V-I-S-T-A photography.com forward slash blog for downloads, codes, and more. And as always, be the light the world needs. Smile, sparkle, and shine.